Be on the lookout for a major scam happening here in Canada that involves a bogus website offering tour packages to the Yukon. It seems that vacationers from Europe and across North America seeking to travel to the Yukon for fun and adventure are being swindled for their deposits and sometimes for the full package fee. What it all comes down to is a phony website that is spelled differently by one letter from the legitimate Yukon tour package website. So, if the Yukon is a place you are planning on visiting, do your homework, check the contact information, and then double-check it. The little mom-and-pop-run grocery stores and restaurants are the latest victims of clever scammers in the Toronto area. Fraudsters are dressing up as government food and water safety technicians. They approach these small business owners and say that they must perform safety tests and that the fee for such tests is $40 and it can be paid in cash or check. This is a scam. If someone comes to your business asking for cash, they're fraudsters. Public health office officials carry proper credentials, so ask for them. A few simple questions can be all that stands between you being scammed or not. And how about the case of the 19-year-old computer genius from France? He was summoned to court to face impaired driving charges. While waiting to appear, he spotted an unused computer at a nearby desk. He quickly jumped on the computer, hacked into the master's driver's license database, and replaced his driving record with a smiley face. The judge, while admiring the young man's audacity, was unimpressed by his actions. He was sentenced to 90 days and fined 450 euros. I guess there's a price to pay for being a smartass. Rebecca from Ottawa was scammed in a sophisticated operation after she answered an ad and took a course on investing in real estate. The smooth-talking fraudsters pretended to take a liking tour, took her to the Caribbean on a splashy trip to offer to her the opportunity of a lifetime in the form of investing in a tourist development on the coast of the island of Tobago. Dazzled by the trip and the big talk, Rebecca invested her entire life savings of $80,000 in this development. Only, of course, there was no development and her money was gone forever. We have often advised you of current variations of the Nigerian letter fraud, but this week we are pleased to report an arrest in one of the biggest of these current Nigerian letter scams, and the scammers were caught here in Toronto. The investigation, codenamed Canadian Eagle, was a joint RCMP and U.S. Secret Service operation that has been in effect for two years. According to police, there were over 300 victims, all American, and the amounts the victims were taken for were staggering ranging from $52,000 to over $5 million. Operation Canadian Eagle resulted in over 30 arrests and has broken up a scam outfit that has been in operation for over a decade. Finally, some good news. A fraud that is not necessarily a new one, but one that has grown in its sophistication with the age of the Internet, is known as invention company fraud. You think you have an idea for an innovative new product. You see an ad from a company promising to take your idea, develop, patent it, market it, and make you a fortune. For a fee. Then the fee grows to cover materials used to develop your product. Then more fees come along, and then once your blood completely dry, you are told that the company has put forth every effort to sell your product, but there's just no market for it. So beware. If you have an idea, you can patent it or copyright it or trademark it yourself. You don't need the scammers. We have often described how the internet has become a haven for the fraudsters out there, and that is absolutely the case. But law enforcement is also using the rapid-fire globalization of information as well. The Canadian Border Service Agency tracked down notorious Chinese fraudster Jin Deng, who was wanted on several major contract fraud charges in his native China, to his hiding place in Toronto. Deng was turned over to Chinese authorities and was promptly deported. 
Stockwell Day, our Minister of Public Safety, was quoted as saying, This is an excellent example of Canada's ability to coordinate efforts and work closely with our international partners in keeping our communities safe. So, if you are a crook hoping to hide out in or do business here in Canada, maybe you should think twice. The Canada Revenue Agency, in response to the wildfire-like spread of fraudulent activity involving their office director, has launched Project Trident, a nationwide enforcement and awareness project that targets three types of fraud, identity theft, charity fraud, and tax preparer fraud. They have targeted these three types of fraud because often they are used in combination with one another. There are currently over 70 cases that make up Project Trident in various stages of investigation, and there have already been 13 convictions resulting in $1.8 million in fines and over 210 months of mandatory jail time. Let it be noted that Project Trident is not the same as Project Hubba Bubba. The current global financial crisis has caused the type of fraud known as occupational fraud to rise dramatically. Stats Canada reports that occupational fraud has risen more than 40% in the last two years. Occupational fraud usually comes in three forms, asset misappropriation, corruption, and fraudulent financial statements. The median losses for these categories of occupational fraud are staggering. For asset misappropriations, the median figure is 200,000. For corruption, it is 250,000. And for fraudulent statements, it is a whopping 1.1 million. Ouch. NAV Canada, which is the organization that coordinates the safe and efficient movement of aircraft in Canadian and international airspace, has sent out a warning to all its customers that they have been targeted in a scam involving realistic-looking emails being sent to their members that say their accounts are overdue. The email has a toll-free number for customers to call, and they're warned that their aircraft will be grounded if payment is not arranged immediately. When the customer calls, they are given banking information to wire or send the money. NAV Canada is warning members that they are sending no such emails out and have not changed their phone numbers or bank account information. Be sure to tune in each week for a look at the top 10 frauds from the four corners of the world. Check out the rest of the website for more valuable information, including our extensive fraud library.